to the Gloco podcast. It's been a long time since I've recorded um, my last podcast. So much has been happening um, and I wanted to do a quick um, podcast about what's been going on because I've actually had so many learning experiences and it's also really important to be able to share that with you guys. Um, hopefully you can either um, learn from this or, you know, it might resonate with you. So here we go. So I spent ages and ages creating my website for my new business, um, The Gloco, and I'd spent ages retraining and spent so long, you know, pondering over all the details of my website. And I was literally ready to launch this new website. And I had a phone call from a friend of mine, um, basically offering me a job um, back in the career that I used to do um, before I had children. And it was a real shock. I wasn't expecting it. Um, but actually, it's come at a really good time for us as a family. Um, and it seems like a really good idea. So we, I was like, yes, okay, let's do it. And I thought, you know, I can always do my new business alongside um, this new job if um, I have to, the time. Um, I am super passionate about coaching. So I don't want to sort of just leave it and not come back to it. But I know that it's something that I can do alongside something else. So. Um, so I have, I had said that I would be interested and then it sort of opened the doors to lots and lots and lots of things happening and having to wait for other people to do things. Now, I have been self-employed for 12 years, maybe. So I think in those 12 years, I've kind of learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about um being able to manage my own time, being able to manage my own expectations, um, and also being uh, responsible for um, making sure things get done and all of that kind of thing. So all of a sudden, having to wait for somebody else to make decisions and to get things done um, was a really, really strange time for me. Um, and it was interesting for me to see how I responded to those things when I thought you know I've got myself together I'm in control I know how to manage my emotions and all of that somebody throws a spanner in the works and it teaches you huge lessons so my lesson was um a kind of about being patient um learning to be patient with other people um I was getting really really stressed when someone would say to me oh I'm going to send you this information over tomorrow and I'd be like okay cool so the next day would come and I'd be like okay I'm waiting for this information before I can do anything else I'm waiting for this information and the whole day would go and I would hear nothing and I would email them and say I'm just still waiting for this and they wouldn't reply now I didn't realize that actually the people who I was dealing with were so incredibly busy that I really wasn't a priority to them. And even though this was huge and life-changing and absolutely massive in my world, really wasn't a big thing in their world. Um, and so I was expecting people to work at my pace. You know, get let's get things done. Let's do this. Let's tick this off the list. Let's get things moving. And these guys just were not like that because they had other things going on. I wasn't, I wasn't top of their list. So it taught me um, to sort of take a moment and think, okay, what is it that's making me feel really stressed about this situation? And I was able to untangle it and to actually stop and think about what it was that was causing me this anxiety and this inner stress. 
So I've untangled it to, to mean to me that I need to be in control of things. And when I'm in control of things, I feel much calmer and much more um, able to deal with things. But as soon as things are taken out of my control, it's like things spiral. So I had to unpick this and start thinking about what it was that was making me feel like I needed to have control 100% of the time to remain in alignment. And I've managed to unpick it and and work backwards and figure out that actually, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in my past where when things weren't in my control, they went wrong and then it caused so much upset and heartache. And so my sort of uh, default setting was, okay, well, if I can control things then that won't happen again. So hoping that these things wouldn't happen again um, because I was in control, as soon as things start to go out of my control, I start to feel really, really panicked. And I start thinking about ways of how to get things back under my control. You know, perhaps if I send them an email, perhaps that will jog their memory and perhaps they'll get things moving. Or perhaps if I just go and do this thing, maybe that will change the course of the, the how this will play out. So I've had to learn this huge lesson, which is basically trust that that there is a plan and that things will be okay. And if things aren't okay, they will be in the end. So that's like my little lesson. And it's really been really difficult because I'm I'm not naturally a patient person, but having to try and learn patience and acceptance that sometimes things go well and sometimes things don't go so well and I like to have order and control and all of that kind of thing and there are some things that you can have control of you know like how much water you drink and what food you put in your body and how much exercise you do and how much sleep you get all that kind of thing you can control those things but sometimes especially when you're involving other people it's really difficult to maintain an element of continuous control so having that balance in your body where you can allow things to come and go and to trust that things are going to be okay has been a massive massive journey for me and I have to say my patience was tested massively because I was like oh my god I want this so much and I have to wait and is is it going to work out so much going on in my head but having to take that time where I recenter myself and just trust that actually it is going to work out. And it has. Um, I've, you know, got signed my contract. I've had my first week last week. Um, and so, yeah, it's all going really well. The other thing I wanted to talk about too was something that has been on my mind for a really long time. Um, and that has been about how as a culture, as a society, we've really, really glamorized the concept of being busy. And I can't bear it. So I wanted to talk about that for a bit today. Um, how is it that whenever you speak to a friend and you can say, you know, how are you doing? How are things? The, the sort of autopilot response is, oh yeah, I'm really busy. Or yeah, I'm just busy. I'm just doing this. I'm so busy. Everything is, you want to come across as being busy. Why? Why do we want to be busy? It's crazy. So just sort of unraveling that one. I now strive not to be busy. 
So I want to be, I've had a really relaxing weekend or I'm feeling really chilled or yeah, I'm feeling good because I don't want to be rushed off my feet. I don't want to be thinking, oh my God, how am I going to get this all done? And I don't want to, I don't want to live like that. So I'm just going to take you back a few years, actually before lockdown, I was playing into the game of the whole glamorized busy life thing. Um, so I had two kids, two dogs. I had a business that I ran from home. I was doing beauty treatments and I was fully booked for the, every hour that the children were at school, also evenings and also Saturdays. Um, and then I would also have um, a network marketing business where I was doing videos and pictures and tutorials and all sorts on how to apply makeup and skincare and all that kind of thing did that online and as well as that I also had students foreign students who would come and stay in our house and sometimes we would have two sometimes we would have four um so you can imagine it was super busy making sure that everyone was up on time, everyone had had breakfast, getting them their packed lunches, making their dinner in the evening, running them around here and there when they needed to go various places. So um, it was full on. It was really full on. I was having to literally like look at the clock every five minutes, make sure I was on time for my next thing that was happening. You know, was I going to finish this client in time to be able to go and pick the kids up? You know, could I get the kids back in time for their clubs? Would the clubs finish in time for me to be back to make the students their dinner? And all of this, it was just constant, constant, constant. And it was a lot. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, we were earning really good money. Things was really, things were really good financially, but emotionally, I wasn't together at all. I had put I had put myself to the bottom of the pile because I had made myself so busy in this sort of strive for being so busy and all of this. I, I'd put myself to the bottom of the pile. I had stopped exercising. I was literally eating for convenience. Um, I wasn't really enjoying anything because I was literally just going from one thing to the next, not really stopping. Then we had the lockdown, and I have to say, like the lockdown as annoying as it was, like it completely changed my whole life because I had to stop. I had to slow down. And I was like, wow, what is this? Like, I haven't done this before. I had time where I could sit and read a magazine quietly with a cup of tea. It was lush. Um, I was able to actually spend time with my husband and not looking at my phone every five minutes. Had I got a message that needed to be replied to? Did I have somebody who needs something from me? And it was just really nice to just come back to being myself again. Um, and I wouldn't have done that if we hadn't have had that lockdown. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, but yeah, getting back to the not being busy, how on earth can you as a person actually know what it is that you want if you're so busy, you just don't even have time to think about that? And I know a lot of women do this, like we have so much responsibility on our shoulders, you know, we have a house to run, we have, and I know that it's supposed to be fair, but let's be honest, it never is. Um, you know, we have a house to run, we have meals to plan, we have children that need to go to various different places at different time of the day, school holidays, money, finances, you know, how do you look? How are you exercising? You know, are you wearing something that is considered to be fashionable? You know, do you look your best? You know, are you looking older? 
all of this stuff for us as women is constantly on our minds and it is a lot um so how do you balance everything when you are on the go constantly constantly and how can you make sure that all of your plates are spinning how can you make sure you don't drop anything how can you make sure you don't miss anything and for me I had to scale everything back and I had to think about okay if I couldn't do any of these things what are the most important things to me and it's almost like flipping everything on its back and I'm putting myself at the center of this rather than putting the needs of, you know, the business, the students, the children, the house, everything else first. I'm putting myself first because how can I look after other people if I'm not okay? Um, And I read something one day which said something like, what is the most important relationship in your life? And people were like, oh, you know, my kids, my kids, my kids. And, you know, of course, your children are important and of course they deserve your attention and all of that. But, you know, one day there's going to come a time when your children leave home and they aren't going to need you anymore. So who are you left with? I mean, of course, then there is the relationship with your husband because your husband is the one who you're going to, you know, hopefully grow old with. And and that is, you know, the relationship that you're going to have for the longest period in your life. Um, But ultimately the most important relationship is the relationship you have with yourself. So if you can't look after yourself, what is that saying about how you how you feel about your body and your experience here as a human? How can you put your how can you prioritize yourself when you're just not looking after yourself at all? And I have to say like I have gained a lot of weight. I have so many different issues that I feel about myself because I don't look how I used to look. Um, And that is because I spent so many years putting other people first. Um, And I'm now rectifying that. But it is really, really hard. So putting yourself back into the focus of things, what can you do today to make yourself feel amazing? So it doesn't mean that you need to spend the entire day thinking about yourself but you definitely should be taking at least half an hour a day out of your 24 hours that you have in your day half an hour of that day should be for you and that can be doing anything you know taking half an hour to just go and have a walk where it's just you and maybe listen to an audiobook or you know your favorite music or something that's just going to bring you back into your body and out of your head and just start relaxing you Or maybe you want to read a book, maybe you want to have a beautiful bath where you light your candles and you have, you know, really nice smelling bath oils and you take that time to really look after yourself. You know, maybe it's, you know, you're going to spend some time putting on some nice makeup or doing your hair or, you know, choosing an outfit that makes you feel fabulous. But like, you need to make sure that you're doing those things because nobody else is going to do it for you. And that is a hard lesson. Um, I grew up watching Disney movies and thinking that truly one day my prince was going to come and it was going to sweep me off my feet and my whole life was going to be fabulous, wonderful. And someone was going to change everything for me. Then I realised that that was never going to happen. And that if I wanted this life, I had to make that for myself. Um, And that was a hard lesson. Um, Likewise, with not just building a life, but also how I feel about myself. 
I can't rely on somebody else to constantly make me feel amazing. That isn't their responsibility. It's nobody else's responsibility how I feel. That is up to me. So if I'm not feeling good, what can I do to make myself feel better? You know, definitely don't go reaching for the chocolate and all of those things. That's not going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel better for about 10 seconds and then you're going to feel the guilt. But I'm talking about non-food related things to make you feel better you know, maybe book yourself a hair appointment, go and get your hair done, that'll make you feel nice, get your nails done, go and have a nice walk somewhere that makes you feel good, for me, I love walking on the beach, I love walking on the common, Um, some people like to be in the city, I love being in the city, and I feel absolutely energised when I'm back in the city, Um, but you will know in yourself the things that make you feel good, make a list, write in your journal, write 10 things that you know make you feel good, and put yourself back at the top of your priority list and think about some things that you can do today that are going to make you feel awesome. And try and strip back from being this busy, busy, busy. What things do you not need to be doing? What things can you ask for help with? And this is important too. Um, Asking for help when you know that, you know, there's certain things that you need to do. What can you delegate to somebody else you don't have to do everything you don't need to be Wonder Woman you don't need to be the martyr that oh look at me I've got so much to do ask for help you know even if it's getting your food shopping delivered so that you don't have to go and do the weekly shop do it at night when you're tucked up in bed and you're watching a program that you love with a cup of tea you can order your food on your phone that's what I do. Maybe you could get a food delivery service I also use the HelloFresh boxes which by the way are amazing because I don't have time to sit and meal plan and then order all the food that I need and all of that. I just do it through them and it's loads easier. And also it's much more delicious as well. So, and and I also feel joy when I'm making new meals. It makes me feel happy to have like some sort of a new creation and try something different. You know, maybe you could see about getting a cleaner to take the pressure off. Um, Maybe you could start giving your children pocket money and ask them to help you out with jobs and I know it's not going to be perfect straight away but just having some help with I don't know folding socks or helping you put the shopping away or you know however old they are maybe they could help with unloading the dishwasher or putting things like towels back in the cupboards whatever it is just that will save you a bit of time and also it will teach them a bit of responsibility I actually have this thing for my kids where we have like jobs on a uh, on a list on an app and when they've ticked off their jobs at the end of each week they get their pocket money and it goes onto a card for them to be able to spend I'm talking so much I need a drink (laughs) so ask for help don't be shy to ask for help but it's really important that for you to be you know performing at your best you need to be feeling your best and that means not having any like a lack of mental capacity because your brain is so busy thinking about what's what you've got next to do on your list you know think about what you can do to spread that out spread the load get organized so that you know you can do a little bit each day rather than having to do it all at once but definitely 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 making sure that you're taking time for you so something that I did at the start of the year is I did this amazing course with my coach um, where it was all about bringing yourself back to you so coming back to yourself 
um, what can you do that's going to make you feel good today? And I think that everybody should have that as part of their day. So I've started working out, I've started doing meditations before I start work. I like the incense in my office. Um, I have a beautiful cup that I drink my tea from. Just lots of little things just to make me feel special during my day. So maybe take some time today to think about, first of all, what can you do to be less busy? And what can you do to make yourself feel better um, in yourself? And that might be picking up the phone and having a chat with somebody or, um, I don't know, going through some old photos or watching a nice movie that you haven't seen for a long time. But you need to make sure that at least at least once a day you're doing something for yourself. Anyway, guys, I think that's enough for today. I hope you've enjoyed this um, and I'll catch you all really, really soon. Thanks for listening. Oh, 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 oh,